MP, 2020 is in full swing and our second wellness base camp of the year is not far away. That's right, Bredo. Camden, just out of Sydney, hosts the wellness base camp on Saturday, April 4th. Our base camp theme for 2020 is release your overwhelm and find your clarity. Kim Morrison will help you get clear on all things self-love. Marcus Pierce will help you find your clarity on life, purpose, and relationships. And the great man, Brett Hill, will help you release limiting beliefs and develop a growth mindset. And as always, expect a surprise or two, Marcus. Saturday, April 4, the Camden Civic Centre. Tell your friends, bring your family and colleagues, and make sure you go to the website, Bretto. TheWellnessBaseCamp.com, and there are two-for-one tickets available right now. That's Saturday, April 4, in Camden. Tickets at TheWellnessBaseCamp.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to The Healthy Shift Worker with your host, Audra Starkey. Hello and welcome to today's edition of the Healthy Shift Worker podcast. My name is Audrey Starkey and I'm here to help you to manage some of the toughest challenges we face whilst working 24-7. Now, I'm actually doing a very solo, uh, very much a solo episode today because I wanted to uh, bring up a topic that was um, brought up within the Healthy uh, Shift Workers Facebook group this week. Uh, uh, One of our members actually asked a question that I think... um, is quite relevant to a lot of shift workers and um, that was by the name of Danielle. I'm just going to shout your name out, Danielle, if you're actually going to be tuning in and listening. Thanks so much for your question. But Danielle's question was the best ways or how to you know manage the best ways uh, with dealing with headaches after night shift and as I said, I think this was a great question to raise because I think just so many shift workers experience their headaches, especially after night shift. But it, it also kind of applies too for anybody that might have, you know, just done like a lot of stretches of early shifts. You know, I know I know myself over the years, I did a lot of 3 a.m. starts, which were pretty ruthless. Um, and of course, you know, it is during those times when we can actually be quite vulnerable uh, to experiencing headache so I want to just share with you a, a little bit of a background of you know maybe some of the causes uh, and um, you know besides the obvious of course is that sleep deprivation and then just give you some little um, you know recommendations um, at, at the end of this podcast so just very quickly a little bit of a background that I you know a personal thing that I wanted to share is that I guess I've been very lucky uh, having not done personally a lot of night shifts over the years um, however as I said though I certainly did a lot of crazy um early shifts and i never I've, I've been quite lucky i've never been somebody that really experienced many headaches or migraines i've never personally experienced one that bad um but i i look back now upon reflection and even now i know that those were very rare times when i do get a headache it's due to the fact of for me this is one of two things is that i haven't slept enough I'm severely dehydrated those really are the two big ones and I know that that really does um, apply to you know most of the general population to as you know some of the drivers behind uh, you know those those uh, the onset of you know the the headaches and actually I do want to also make mention that there are you know a variety of different types of headaches uh, you know there can be over 20 different versions uh, of of headaches that are out there 
uh, even a lack of caffeine, um, you know, can actually be, you know, shown to cause headaches as well, which is a uh, yeah, a tricky one for shift workers because obviously we rely on you know caffeine a lot in those uh, in those circumstances. But um, yeah, so there's just there's all different types of headaches, um, and I wanted to I guess just focus on you know some strategies to help to minimise the onset of headaches in the first place, and you know something some of the things that you may not have thought about, and of course. As I said, obviously, the dehydration and sleep deprivation are two big ones and shift workers are going to be prone to that um, purely because of the sleep disruption. Uh, And often, too, this applies especially to night shifters, the dehydration. When we work during the night, a a lot of that time we are less likely to drink during the night because we're usually in air conditioning, it's usually a lot colder, so we're not inclined to, you know, want to Uh, drink a lot of uh, water during the night so again that can set us up for a bit of a failure uh, to realizing just how quickly we have become dehydrated and by the time we do get the headaches then it's you know and it can be quite too late and it can um, hit us quite hard Um, so the sleep deprivation dehydration are big ones but I do want to make mention for other various causes of headaches um, again, things that you may not have uh, thought about, uh, but things like food sensitivities, uh, they can often cause pain um, throughout the body with muscles, joints, and even headaches and leading to uh, migraines. You know, certain foods containing nitrates, for example, that are found in smoked food, processed meats, uh, histamine releasing foods can also uh, cause blood vessels to expand in some sensitive people. Um, so, you know, even things like the fermented dairy products, aged cheese, the yogurt, the kefir, fermented vegetables such as sauerkraut, kimchi and kombucha don't um, agree with some people because of um, uh, that histamine um, releasing effect that, that can be uh, found in some of those um, foods. And, you know, you would, obviously a lot of those foods today are touted as quite you know health products and you know uh, superfoods or or such but you know it's where we need to be really listening to our own body because that's not always the case for everyone other causes of headaches can be uh, infection inflammation in the body stress stress is a really really big one and again I think this is quite relevant for shift workers because we are technically biologically stressed when we work against our circadian rhythms um, that we do but stress depletes uh, our body of uh, quite a few micronutrients especially magnesium Um, and again a deficiency in magnesium can constrict blood vessels that often leads to headaches Um, also stress can deplete us of b vitamins vitamin c so again really really important um, nutrients that really do uh, designed to kind of keep us well and help with all of the uh, biochemical processes that occur in our body. Uh, hormonal changes uh, can also cause headaches, hypoglycemia, um, which is a situation where our blood sugar drops quite severely, uh, can also cause headaches. And this is why sh- uh, do- sorry, diets high in sugar, and sugar, 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 and again, makes shift workers prone to potentially experiencing things like hypoglycemia, which can lead to that headache because let's face it, we're renowned for not having the greatest uh, diets because a lot of us get caught in that too tired to cook kind of vicious cycle. So uh, just a bit of a background there. So there are many, many reasons uh, for 
a headache and I've only just touched on a few. This is for obviously for general uh, educational knowledge only. It's You really would need to go and see uh, your own specific health practitioner for, you know, certain, um, you know, ailments that you've, you know, been unable to, to rectify. But these are just some of the general, general causes um, that there is that connection uh, between headaches. So recommendations for you um, to help alleviate or minimize um, headaches or really and I, I know Danielle was asking the question of the best ways um, to minimize headaches after night shift um, you know so as in a way to um, I guess take action steps after night shift but we really want to look at the before preventative instead of being reactive because prevention is really what ultimately our goal is here so that you actually don't get the headaches uh, in the first place. So number one, my recommendation, of course, is to prioritize your sleep, especially if you're working night shifts and a lot of those crazy early shifts. So this is obviously leading up to the night shifts beforehand, making sure that for your very first night shift, you are getting some sleep beforehand otherwise you're going to be going in on night shift on a very empty tank and that's going to snowball quite quickly so highly likely that uh, you are going to be prone to um, yeah a lot of challenges including headaches um, as a result of, of you know having such insufficient sleep I know I've had clients that would regularly go into their first night shift on zero uh, sleep which when you think about it you know ends up or can end up being awake for well over 24 hours which is not ideal for multiple different reasons our immune system not to mention our uh, cognition our reaction time and so forth so you really want to kind of like top up your sleep tank before you go in uh, to your night shift as a preventative type um, uh, mechanism so that's number one number two obviously hydration 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 and i'm really referring to water here uh, as human beings we've evolved to drink water that's kind of what we're meant uh, meant to be doing and there's nothing better um, than our beautiful uh, water so long as it's obviously it's been filtered it's uh, not uh, contains you know huge amounts of contaminants like chlorine and and, and so forth but a little tip with uh, hydration hydration there and helping uh, to ensure that your body is absorbing the water is to actually add a pinch of sea salt to your water because a, a lot of us are depleted in uh, things like um, sodium and or potassium which um, can actually lead to where our cells actually can't absorb the water properly so by just simply adding a tiny little bit of pinch of sea salt to, to your water and it doesn't have to be every time you drink but uh, you know just you know, throughout the throughout the you know leading up to the the night shifts or you know during just a tiny little bit of um, sea salt to your water so that will help to as I said boost those sodium and potassium levels to help with uh, uh, the absorption of um, of the water because we can tend to find we can be drinking and drinking and drinking and it kind of comes all out at the other end but we kind of want some of it to actually stay in our cells. Uh, the third thing uh, I would definitely recommend um, and again this is a very general uh, bit of advice because you really need to be cleaning up your diet if you are somebody that is experiencing uh, a lot of headaches and you are really good at looking after your uh, sleep and you are really good at uh, you know keeping your hydration or well, the next step really the third thing is to really look at your diet uh, and give yourself a 
honest assessment of your diet of you know does it contain a lot of highly refined and processed foods a lot of trans fats a lot of high sugars uh, again as i alluded to before hypoglycemia is when our blood sugar drops quite severely as a result of having a lot of high sugar so if we're munching on the little bag of lollies which i know is in pretty much every workplace shift working workplace on the planet especially our hospitals <laughs> I, I i know myself my sister's a nurse so i know exactly what goes on um in those corridors within a hospital and every you know there's a lot of drawers there that are stacked with you know lots of little goodies and lollies but again if you're eating a lot of that all the time it, it's going to give you that surge and end up with a crash later on which can lead to uh lead to headaches so yeah, having a good assess a look at your assessment of your diet is definitely key, and you really need to be cutting back on those processed foods and making sure that we include more uh, real uh, whole foods into your diet. And I just wanted to kind of end off with sharing a little bit of a recipe I found. Uh, now, full disclosure, this is not my recipe. It is um, a recipe of uh, another naturopath that I've found online, and I'll share the link in the show notes. Uh, but this uh, beautiful recipe. I, I guess we could kind of call it a little bit of a headache elixir that may help you. But I'll, the uh, ingredients are, are wonderful. They contain um, things like uh, protein. Sorry, they contain things like uh, sorry, pineapple, celery, cucumber, um, dark leafy greens, which are really high in magnesium. Pineapple contains uh, bromelain, which is a really powerful anti-inflammatory, which uh, can help with uh, reducing inflammation. Celery and cucumber, obviously super hydrating because they're mostly made up of water, so that's going to help. Um, a, a little bit of lemon um, for the vitamin C has got to be great as well, but it also contains ginger. Uh, and there is uh, research has been shown that ginger can help to reduce uh, prostaglandin production um, and its reduction in inflammation and histamine. Um, has been shown to help to alleviate headaches and again there is a research study that is um, that i'll share the link to in the show notes that where they uh, compared uh, taking uh, ginger versus a particular type of drug um, and the outcomes were exactly the same that they they found that um, the the drug and the taking the ginger powder uh, in this particular study the was identical in helping to you know relieve migraine so i think it's a great example of food really is our medicine uh, and that you know making sure that we certainly are including a good lot of nutrient dense foods into our uh, diet so i will share that link um, to the recipe in the show notes uh, so you can actually check it out there well that's it for this uh, edition I'm keeping it very short and sweet as I said I'm going solo but I really wanted to share uh, this particular uh, topic because I think it's quite relevant uh, for a lot of shift workers out there that you know as I said uh, Danielle's question was related to night shift but it also does apply I think to a lot of people that do a lot of early shifts too because they tend to uh, often end up uh, being depleted um, in sleep and become dehydrated as well so uh, I hope that uh, you found that episode helpful and it's just given you something to uh, think about uh, moving forward so that's it for today's edition of the podcast I do want to make an announcement that I am 
just about to release uh, uh, my free Better Sleep Masterclass that is coming online very soon. So uh, again, I will uh, put the link to the show notes in that for those of you who might be interested in a free Better Sleep Masterclass. uh, That it's an online series of videos specifically for shift workers. So it's for those that you know can't get up and. Uh, or go to bed at exactly the same time every night. It just gives you some strategies or more strategies uh, to help you to um, improve your sleep, which is absolutely critical that we do uh, when we work uh, 24-7. A full disclosure, though, at the end of the video series, there is an opportunity where you can work with me through an online program. Um, So if that is something that is of interest to you, then that is um, an opportunity where you'll be able to go ahead um, and work with me during... um, with my online better sleep program well thanks so much for joining everyone i hope you found this episode helpful if you'd like to learn more about what i do um, please feel free to head on over to my website healthyshiftworker.com and i shall see you in the next episode this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.